Hello, and welcome to another episode of Gum Under the Table. Yes, I'm Lena, and I have stains on my shirt. Lovely. I'm Claire, and I'm addicted to peanut butter. Perfect. Beautiful. So nice to meet you. <laughs> oh, nice to meet you. I love people with stains on their shirt, especially because yeah. I, too, have stains on my shirt. What kind of stains do you have on your shirt? Oh, all sorts of stains on there. I can't, I, I don't even know, you know? They just oh, they're not, they're not fresh stains? Oh, I got they're stains, old. I got old stains, I got middle-aged stains. Wow. Interde- intergenerational. <laughs> intergenerational stains. 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 What a weird word. Stains. Yeah. Stains. Stains. Anyway. Anyways. Today. Um, today. Today, what are we going to be talking about? We're going to be talking about... <laughs> so today, we are going to just do a, a nice little quarantine update because it's been a couple weeks since we even recorded and it's yep. even more weeks since we recorded our coronavirus episode. Uh, yep. A lot has happened since then. It's been like, I don't know close to 60 days or something in quarantine something yep. like that two months something like that and I think it's been when was when did we make our it's been probably over it's been definitely over a month since we made our last our last episode on the coronavirus because that was right at the beginning yeah, right that was, I think that was one of our first episodes that, that we uploaded actually so mm-hmm. um yeah and I mean I just thought it would be a good idea to do a little little update, you know, mm-hmm. not just about us, but about everybody in the world. And just even though, you know, everybody kind of knows <laughs> what the the world's updates, but we, we're just going to talk about it. We can talk about it. You're going to get our very unofficial and mm-hmm. unregulated opinion. But uh, Claire, why don't you why don't you tell us how, how have you been lately? Oh, what have you been up to? Oh, it's been a it's been a time, you know. Mm hmm. When this all started, you know, for the first three, four weeks, I was I was feeling a little down. You know, the world's on lockdown. Things were, were weird. Um, I got laid off from work. I wasn't really sure what to do with myself, to be honest. But yeah. I, I don't know. After that, I mean, I think I, I explained this a bit on the coronavirus episode, but I kind of just decided to take it as an opportunity to work on on the things that I'm passionate about you know and the things that I don't really get time for in normal life um yeah and that kind of shift in 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 thinking has made has made my quarantine quite fantastic if I do say so um yeah Great to hear. It's actually, I, I've been having a grand time over here. You know, I'm just relaxing. I'm doing my home workouts, eating eating chocolate chips and peanut butter every day. <laughs> Can't kick that addiction, though, huh? You know, I finished the last two jars of peanut butter within a couple weeks. So we are out now, so I don't have a choice but to stop eating it for a little bit. Maybe this is good for you. Maybe it's good to take a break from the peanut butter. You no, know, I've said that many times over the past few years, and it, it always just, the, the addiction only gets stronger 
every time. It's an addiction. It's an addiction, and addiction's an addiction. So yeah, well, it's okay. I finished the jars. There's no peanut butter in the house unless my family's hiding it from me, which is fine. But <laughs> which is probably the case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, have you had any um, like breakthroughs in your self development this past week? My self development. Yeah. Into the deep questions right away. Oh. oh yeah, just going straight into the deep end. Development. You know, I feel like it's mm, the only thing I've really learned about myself is that I really don't like to work. <laughs> yep. Every yeah. I think about going back to work, and I know, I know, I should be grateful. I have a job to go back to. There's, you know, so many people wish they could work right now, and they're not in a good spot financially but as someone who's I'm living in my mom's basement right now okay literally <laughs> money it's too much right now um Canada the government I feel like is doing a decent job at taking care of of its its youth or its its young people who are in need of money while they can't work um mm-hmm. doing fine in that way so I just thinking of work just makes me want to curl into a ball and implode yeah right well it's just like I feel like we were really realizing that we spend so much time working or or going to school whatever right preparing to work like Mm -hmm. especially the first few probably the first week or two that we were in quarantine I was really faced with this issue of like was around when my exams were finishing up and I was like what do I do yeah. when I'm not studying and when I'm not, you know, when I'm not studying, when I'm not working, what is my purpose in life? Yeah. Right. Which is just not, not the greatest issue to face. Right. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's why in a way being forced to kind of step back from normal life and, and our work and our school and just kind of have this, you know, this time to just, be bored and find things to occupy our time with it really has forced people to take a, a a better look at what they want personally and you know just it, it gives us it's given us so much more time to work on personal things and projects yeah and just learn more about ourselves and what we want in life i just think it's been a nice big pause on all the I don't know hustle and bustle right pressures of being productive 24 7 totally yeah I I just I think it's I mean in that case it's been really good it's been like it's been a relief um not having like when I finished my last exam I was so excited to finish right because it's my last exam um but I finished and I didn't get that feeling of relief I was like crap what do I do now like yeah you know but um, but now that I'm in it, I'm like, this is so nice mm-hmm. not having and, – and I start noticing these things. I was I was downstairs and I was uh, in the living room uh, talking with my roommates for a while, and I kept getting this feeling of anxiety, like, oh, I have to go finish that thing I need to do. Mm-hmm. But it's like there's literally nothing I need to do. Yeah, you've all you know in the world for anything you want to do. Yeah, like, I don't have to do anything. And I just think, you know, in, in normal life, people 
including myself. Like, I feel like people are so scared of boredom and just not having something to distract themselves with or occupy their time with. And I think being bored is important sometimes because totally you are really forced to, to I don't know, just be. <laughs> yeah, be yourself and do the things that you actually want to live for, right? Yeah. That's the issue. And, I mean, a big thing that I'm realizing, too, is that um, I can take this space, I can take this time to do what I want, right? Like, sure, I'm, I'm, I have moments where I'm, I don't, I actually don't think I have moments where I'm bored because I've, I've been pretty occupied the past few weeks, but I know I will get to that point. Um, but I can really reflect on my life and, and look at what I do with my time and see how much of it I actually want to still be doing yeah. and how much I'm not doing that I want to be doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I definitely um, know what you mean. And, you know, I, you know, like, it's it's a negative, it's a really unfortunate negative situation that, that put us in, you know, put everybody in this position of having to quarantine and having to put their lives on pause. But I think just looking at it in a different light and, mm-hmm. you know, of of course you can't glorify what's happening in any way but i think just being able to appreciate what you can and just be as positive as you can can really help people sort of understand the why why this is a good thing for them or why it could be a good thing for them if they if they want it to be yeah for sure and like Of course, you know, something that uh, I've been seeing a lot is, like, toxic positivity, which is, like, a kind of new interesting concept to me. But um, it's about, like, knowing how to be hopeful and and optimistic without being, like, so positive that it's it's toxic, right? Like, being, like, everything is – you literally have nothing to worry about. Yeah. Just, just, just. Just take a bath. You'll be okay. Right? Some candles. Everything will be just fine. Right? So it's like, it's like, actually, well, you should, you're, you're, it's okay. Right? Everything's okay right now. Like, do the things you need to do. Yeah. But just remember that, like, you are, you are capable of creating the change you need to, like, be okay. Yeah. Because, of course, it's things, you know, are not okay on a global scale they're not yeah Uh, but you can kind of look look at it in terms of just your life and just yourself right now like right in this second there's you've no problems you're just sitting here listen listening to this lovely podcast maybe in your room maybe in your living room like you don't you're not in any trouble you're not you're not in a crisis right in this moment you're fine and you can you can choose to look at it that way and i don't know put your energy towards things that you want to do and things that make you feel good yeah you don't need work to be i don't know to stay sane you can find other ways to to keep yourself occupied exactly yeah and again it's like this i really think that i or at least i really hope that this is going to create a lot of change. I know it is going to. I can see that already. But um, 
definitely like realizing how much of our life purpose and and our worth as individuals is placed on how much we're producing and like what what we're what we're consuming and creating right like yeah what's your, what have you been doing for work what are you what are you studying is it good enough you know all these things mm-hmm. but being able to step back from that has been so good right and um I don't know I just I'm really hopeful I'm really hopeful that things are going to get better but at the same time I see that there's a lot happening that's making me anxious anyways right yeah like there's there's always that there's anxiety there right for good reason of course yeah well I think everybody is feeling a little bit if not a lot anxious right now yeah Just because, yeah it's a, we don't know it's we, you know as an individual you can't really do you can do what you can to protect protect your community and protect your family and yourself but other than that you know you can't really change what's happening on a global scale you can't really you know you can't cure everybody you can't really con- you don't have any much control yeah so naturally it's gonna make people feel anxious that it's just this big situation that's it's scary we don't know much about it you know we it's new so I don't know it's yeah that's it's pretty huge right and um I don't know there's there's a lot out of our control right like I'm I don't know but what you're I don't know if you even want to talk about what's making you anxious Claire do you or is that an is that off topic for you? Let's 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 dive in. Let's dive in. Here's here's what's making me anxious. My mom has been in Spain since February. Yeah. So she was there before the like things got started getting serious, but she's there and she's she's in a pretty safe place. She's in a like a very small uh, village uh, where uh, she grew up. Right. So. But she's going to be coming back May 18th, I believe. Um, so she has to do the trip, right? Which makes me anxious. And then she'll be coming home and she'll be quarantined, uh, self-isolating, I mean. Yeah. Um, that's that's an anxiety, right? The other thing, too, is, like, for me anyways, as a student, uh, classes in fall are likely to be online at this point. Yeah. Um, which means... I have to teach myself a whole semester of university online, which I'm not good at learning that way. Also, my boyfriend would probably be going home, right? So that's stressful. Um, Like, yeah, I don't know. Those are like my two big, big stresses anyways. Yeah. So you're, yeah. Well, it sounds like you're, you're mostly worried about the other people in your life, like your mom and your boyfriend they're going to be traveling and that's scary yeah yeah it's it's just like I I don't I don't see myself as being in that much danger right yeah and and that's I think why I'm not too anxious about the virus itself it's more just the things that are coming from it Mm -hmm. um just like I don't know I the other day I I I found myself just feeling really down because I was thinking about the virus and the state that the world is in right now and um I know we were just talking about positive ways to think about it but like <laughs> you know it, it is still a big scary thing and I just I'm worried about I'm anxious about the changes that are going to happen in terms of like I don't know you just hear all these people talking about oh the economy's gonna collapse and yeah and nothing's gonna be 
the same. And in a way, I'm kind of not. I wouldn't say excited, but like I'm intrigued to see what what. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm excited to watch. I'll grab my popcorn. <laughs> Sit here and watch, but I don't know. I think I'm just I'm just anxious about like what's gonna happen after after. Mm-hmm. I'm also the thing that's making me feel the most anxious about the entire situation as a whole is just um, not really knowing how long it's going to be a big thing. Yeah. Because I, you keep hearing cases of, I mean, we're studying this thing as it, scientists are studying this virus as it goes along, you know, because it's new. Yeah. Yeah. It, there are other viruses like SARS and the other one, I don't remember the name, but but it's pretty much, you know, it's something we've never really seen before. So we don't, we can't understand it until it, you know, just keeps going and we keep observing what it's doing. And that scares me because we don't know exactly what it can do or how long it would, it might take to find a vaccine. And I just, I don't know. People here yeah. are, it's crazy. People are talking about opening things up again in two weeks. And I just think that's way too soon. Oh, oh I mean, I mean, I know Alberta anyways is, they're like, yeah, they, they have plans to open it up in a couple of weeks, which is ridiculous. And Alberta is just soaring with cases right now too. Like they really, they really got a hit. And it keeps going up too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know it's, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm fairly certain that, yeah, things are going to, maybe start opening up and then numbers are going to go up even more so they're going to shut everything down again and then they're just going to repeat that cycle until there's a vaccine and it just doesn't make sense to put so many people at risk all the time by opening things up yeah close it down again i just feel yeah sense to close things for longer and just wait it out you know and i know maybe that's not realistic in terms of the economy and people people needing work but it is the most realistic in terms of people's health in my opinion yeah for sure and I guess I guess a big the big like obviously Alberta the government in Alberta anyways their big concern is the, the economy right they're like okay what are we gonna do to make sure the economy is okay but like for example here in BC we're not we've uh, leveled out for quite a while now and we're doing really well with cases and everything is looking pretty good and they're thinking of opening things up pretty soon and it's going to be less of a risk yeah. Um, but yeah I guess the issue is like finding a way to keep the economy going with with everything shut down mm-hmm. but what what it makes me realize is just like how many parts of our economy are are not essential yeah. and how many things we buy all the time that we really just don't need Mm -hmm. and how everyone could work so much less if we all only did the things that we needed to do. Yeah. You know, like, like we have, there's so, there's so much, our economy is just like so big and there's so, and obviously it's good to have a diverse economy so you don't have monopolies and all that stuff. But like, there's so much, and people, so many people work for so long. And the the truth is that we just need maybe maybe I shouldn't say this maybe this is too political, 
but but in my opinion, I shouldn't say the truth is. My opinion is that like we should all be working a lot less than we do. I, you know? Yeah, I can agree with that. I just it's it's just the way that you know, it's that's another thing that's out of our control because it's just the way that the world works is everything is based around around money and you you know it prices and everything keep going up constantly every single year uh yeah you just got to keep you got to work more and more and then you know things are competitive so you need an education but to do that you need crap ton of money for school yeah it everything's just about money and i I get it, you know, that's how our society is built, (laughs) but I I can't help but just picture what life would be like if things were not so dependent on money, and if people were able to get their basic needs without having to depend so strongly on money, you know, like, I yeah, more, more of the, of the wants, but I just, it bothers me, and this is a very personal opinion. I know there are probably so many people who would disagree, but this is my opinion. I just really feel like it make it would make so much more sense if if there was some way that that people could live where they're working for their wants, but they don't have to work as much for their needs. Like their needs are more cared for by I don't know. Just, yeah, you know this is this is actually really interesting that you say that. There's actually um, an economic model that is recently, or I don't know if it's recent, but it's recently been like brought up again, and it's called the donut model. The what? The donut. The donut model. Yeah. So essentially, it's like, like already. Yeah. Well. Well. So what it is is, um, so you think of a donut, right? Um, so you got the you got the donut. But really, there's three parts to the donut. There's the hole. Yeah. Then there's the donut. And then there's the rest, the table that it's on, right? Okay. So what's inside the donut is your essential needs, right? Like food, shelter, healthcare, right? Yeah. The donut are things that are still essential, but don't aren't essential to you you surviving, right? <laughs> and then everything else is just wants right like like yeah i don't know you want a flower right uh that was super random example <laughs> I'm, um i don't know go into the forest and pick yourself a flower get a flower but basically what it is is it um it prioritizes uh, i wish i could remember it properly and i wish i'd known that that would come up in this episode so i could do could have done my research on it but um it essentially uh, focuses the economy around around that and people work for what they need mm-hmm. um or what they need is provided for them and what they want is what you know anyways it's i think that this crisis the whole coronavirus is i really hope it will set the stage for big change yeah i like we are now seeing how things could be we're seeing you yeah. know well and i don't i think it's not even just the economy but I'm just thinking of the environment as well because, you know, oh, yeah. those pictures that came out, I never actually saw them myself, but I heard people talking about them. Pictures of, I think it was Shanghai and I don't know where else, somewhere in China, just before and after 
um, the virus and, you know, the before has all this pollution. It's so smoggy. And that after, since so many people are, are staying home and less people are driving, it was so much clearer. Yeah. The fact that that can happen in that little time gives me so much hope that yeah. we can, everybody, everybody knows that the world is kind of fucked up in a lot of ways because we are just constantly doing things that are bad for it you know and everybody knows that we should change but nobody does and like you were saying I feel like this virus kind of opens up the opportunity for people to see that clearly and to really take initiative I'm just I'm really hoping that you know there are things that there are good things that come out of this totally yeah yeah I I, I don't know I, I feel like usually things don't change because those people who have the power to change don't want to change right obviously because it's in their best interest money yeah Ah. exactly so and that's the way it is like that's the way it is that's the way it has been for so long but I really think that um this could help again set the stage for that but also it's possible that it won't happen right away right It's, it's possible that this is just another one of those experiences that will affect the way the world is in the future like not not right after this not right now but right yeah I just I don't know half of me is just feeling really hopeful and hoping that people kind of wake up (laughs) and and may try it you know actually actively try to make changes and the other half of me is like humans are gonna be humans nothing's gonna change yeah yeah for sure there's there's definitely that hopelessness there always right yeah also this is kind of unrelated and going back to the donut thing I just I just want to know do you know why it's based off of a donut because I feel like they could have chosen literally anything they they really could have I I I don't know why I can't give you that answer (laughs) like a bunch of cops or something (laughs) dude I have this idea no, I don't know. I think it's it's an I think it's pretty old. Um, How I think that's a good question. It, but I'm not again. I'm not sure. It just it's a, it's just it could be a ring. I guess they could have said I don't know butthole. I don't know. There's so many things that it could I'm look like. because it's really yeah. I don't know. It's it's. I wish I could have done more research on it before. Well. Maybe um, we can do another episode. We see that every. Oh wait! No, I remember. Do you? I remember. Okay. So what it is, is oh yeah, this is why it's called the donut. So okay, so the center is the very basic, basic needs, right? Water, food, health, all that. Yeah. The actual donut is all that stuff, but also the comforts. All right, comforts of things that give you actual quality of life and everything that's outside of that is like all the consumerism and all that creates uh climate change you know pollution land loss all this stuff right Mm -hmm. so the goal is to be the donut okay so so and here it is i found a good photo of it that explains it so there's the donut Think of the donut as like 
There's a good chocolate icing on the outside. Okay, love that. And a good vanilla icing on the inside ring, Ooh, right? Okay. So the chocolate part is the ecological ceiling. So that means if you stay within the donut there, mm-hmm. the uh, you're, you're protecting the environment, right? And the, the white, the, the vanilla icing is the social foundation. So that's like basic quality of life. Right. So it within the donut, if you're staying, if you're making these choices that protect the economy and uh, ensure the quality of life of people, then you have, and I'm quoting this, a regenerative and distributive economy. Okay. So it's it's essentially an economy that isn't focused on profit, on making the most amount of money. It's it's focused on being sustainable. I like that. Yeah, right? It's pretty cool. More research in it, but I mean, I just think the way society is is just gotten out of control in terms of money and greed and I just think people real like we we need to change or things are just going to turn out bad and already there's so much homelessness and I don't even think homelessness should be a thing to be honest. Yeah, well there's some like the amount of empty homes there are in the world and the amount of homelessness you know, you've got your people who have like four homes in different parts oh, of yeah. the world. Like, wh- what? I can't yeah. afford one home. Um, yeah. There are people yeah. starving and people who are living in the streets in the winter and like freezing. You know, just we need to change the subject because this is getting way too depressing. That, but 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 I will say one thing. Yeah. Because I'll I'll end it on a on a happy note. Okay. I know that I know that um there's definitely hope right and. I, I really see this, the economy now and the way that things are as a very old, it's very old, we're, this is like a 19th century, uh, 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 like economy we're working with, right? It's very old. We, we, we with the cold, I'm going to get, sorry, I'm going to get a little like historical, but with the Cold War, we, there was like this big conflict between capitalism and communism right yeah and with the cold war we realized that communism the way that it was implanted that that it was uh, that it works in society as we've seen it anyways it didn't work right mm-hmm. but now we're also seeing that capitalism doesn't work either right so now we're like okay what do we do we need something else right yeah and i think that that's something that is always going to be changing in the world you know because there's years centuries where where the world is in one state and people are living one way and then it changes dramatically. And then, you know, and I just think it's, of course you can't make everybody happy. That's just not realistic. Um, but just finding a middle ground, some way where people can at least be, be healthy, you know, and, yeah. and the world can be healthy. And uh, it's, it's hard because nothing's perfect. And there are a lot of humans on this earth all of which, all of who have varying opinions about how the way things should be, but for sure, I don't know. We have hope. Um, yeah, there's hope. There's hope somewhere in there. We we definitely digressed there and got really into just uh, politics. We did, but you know that's what this virus is doing. It's it's making people think and talk, and that's what what is that's good in my opinion. We need to be rethinking things and 
looking at the state of the world and that's what I like about this is that everybody is experiencing the same thing everybody is in this together there's not one person on this planet right now who doesn't know what the virus the coronavirus is you think that's okay well think about that okay I take do you think there's what do you think there's what besides babies and people who are (laughs) okay who have memory loss issues but like but I seriously I want to think about that do you think there's anyone in the world right now that doesn't know I'm like trying to think of really secluded countries but or areas but I don't know. It's pretty... Okay, everybody living in a community or society has to know, right? Okay, yeah, I guess, yeah. Because, uh, I don't know, my brain is hurting. I'm too tired for this, but... (laughs) That's fair. Yeah, it's... We really did kind of go on a tangent there, but... We did, we did. our podcast, we can do what we want. (laughs) It's true. This is true. I don't know, I feel feel like this has been good for, like, self-discovery as well, right? Like... Yeah, I spent a lot of time kind of like having like there's so much that I've been ignoring and mm-hmm. in my life and like trying to push away. But now that, you know, quarantine's here, I'm, I'm like forced to face it. Yeah, which can be a lot. Right. That can be pretty yeah, but it's, overwhelming. But it's also like it's got to happen. Dude. It's had to happen at some point. Now is the better, best time than ever because it has all your attention. Um, exactly. I did want to ask. I don't know. I feel like. Since this is supposed to be a little quarantine update, you know, we updated our thoughts about the world. So now I think we should update a little more about our own quarantines. I just wanted to ask you, Lena, mm-hmm. um, what what does a typical day for you look like during quarantine? See, this is a good question. Um, typical day. So uh, essentially... I have been waking up around 11. Nice. Yep, staying in bed for a little bit, getting up and making breakfast and hanging out with my roommates for a bit. Mm-hmm. And then I usually either, um, I've been reading quite a bit. I've been playing Stardew Valley, which is this video game where you play as a farmer and I'm so addicted. um or I have been I've been doing a little bit of painting I've been doing some like housework I guess yeah um like I hang out with my roommates quite a bit uh which is really nice so we've been doing like board game nights that kind of thing um and I've been doing and then I try to get outside once a day at least yeah so I've been either just going for a walk going for a run uh, going for a sunset bike ride has been real nice. Oh, that sounds nice. I eat a lot at some point in the day there. Um, <laughs> some point, somewhere in the and then I and then I go to bed at like two or three in the morning. So that's oh. that's my schedule at the moment. But I feel like it's going to change soon. I I I've kind of been making myself do these things because I kind of want myself to burn out. Because um, I know I won't uh, be very productive until I burn out you know yeah like I mean, like I've kind of got to feel sick of being in the house and okay then... burnout as in like burnout from a lack of product productivity yeah <laughs> yeah a bit of burnout like yeah yeah uh fade out I guess <laughs> yeah 
Well, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of been that's kind of been my schedule. What about you, Claire? What's your What are your days looking like? Um. Well, my days. You know, they've actually been quite productive, and that's. I feel like I'm just naturally a pretty productive person. I like to keep myself busy, and I I don't like sitting around too much. Today, mm-hmm. not, today not included because I basically sat around all day I'm, I did do some cleaning though um, but that's good typically pretty much every day of the week I, I don't know I've been waking up kind of the same time that I would on nor- on average just because my sleep schedule is pretty much the same I go to bed at like 9 30 10 30 so I wake up pretty much the same time every day which is anywhere between like eight and nine wow um yeah you know lately I'm it's impressed. been a little later maybe like nine thirty, but yeah and like I like to I've been really because I'm really I really like the gym okay so mm-hmm. it's been really it, at first it was a struggle to kind of adjust to to home workouts and I know that's you know like the least of anyone's problems is not being able to go to the gym but um I don't know. It was weird at first, but now I'm really enjoying home workouts actually. So I've been doing like at, at 1030 consistently, 1030 every day. I've been working out in my, in my room, just wetting away. That's great. I'm actually really, well, I guess it makes sense because you're already so active and you had that schedule, but like, man, I wish I could be. Well, it's because I like it though. Like I'll do yeah. I'll start with a bit of cardio and just, like, listen to music, kind of just get warmed up. And then I'll do, like, 45 minutes to an hour of, like, strength circuits. And I just listen to – I basically just listen to podcasts that whole time. So it goes by so fast. And yeah, before I know it, it's, like, 12. And then I just make lunch, um, sit around for, like, an hour, maybe two. And then I, – I know it's so weird how I have such a consistent schedule down to the hour, but it just happens <laughs> – it happens, yeah. Like 2 p.m. every day. I've been going out for an adventure because it's been so nice. Um, and, you know, in my town where I, where I live, it's it's pretty easy to find. It, it's very much in the middle of nature. So mm-hmm. it's really easy to find trails where there's not there's no people. So it's been easy to avoid people and, and go outside. I've been going on, like, four-hour walks every afternoon. Wow. Like, I've been leaving at 2 and coming back around 5 or 6 every single day. Just, I'm, in, I'm impressed. I'm, I'm just loving it. I'm taking my camera sometimes. I'm taking headphones, listening to a podcast, listening to music. I'm just finding random trails and just going on adventures. I'll pick a spot in my mind that's on the I know is really far from my house on the other side of town, and I'll say, that's my goal. And I'll just walk there and walk back. I need to do that. Like, I'm not even kidding. I need to do that. I need to, like, I'm starting to feel fade out. And once I, I really want to get to that point. So, Lena, it's so, it's so nice. You just put headphones on, listen to music. You could just walk and think and just, like, enjoy, enjoy the sun or the rain if it's raining. I don't know. It's been super sunny here. You got to get out. It, it I... feels so much better. Yeah, I, I, I know, I do. I've been, like, I know I've, I've been feeling like I, I'm going to get to the point where I just, like, can't anymore. Mm-hmm. 
and, and, and I need to get to that point. Like I'm very difficult to motivate to do things like that. But once I'm at that point, like once I feel like I'm really like, I'm going to die from being inside all day. That's, that's when that's my time to shine. That's your time. You're just waiting for it to come. Yeah. yeah which is not the best. Like, obviously I should be trying to seek it out myself and like trying to get, but like, I don't know. It, it is what it is. Right. We also saying before, like people need this time to kind of realize that it's okay to be bored and it's okay to relax. So I think that taking advantage of that is really smart. <laughs> yeah. Like if just doing whatever you, your body feels like and whatever you feel like doing. If you ever feel a spike of motivation, like get outside or pick up some paints, something. Yeah, I've been trying to do something creative once a day. Like I've been trying to do something that's enriching, you know, but I, I, I'm also trying not to make myself feel guilty if there's a day where that doesn't happen, right? Yeah, of course. Like it's a goal, but it's not like that has to. Yeah, exactly. Like I, it should be. Like you can set goals without it being work, you know, just things that you that you feel good about when you accomplish each day, but that that are, don't feel like work. You actually want to do them and they make you feel good to do. Yeah, exactly. We got to be doing stuff that makes us feel good right now. Like that's that's it. Right. Yeah, I've been, um, you know, in the evenings after I get back from my super long walks, my adventures or even in the afternoon, sometimes if I feel a little lazy, I'll. I don't know, I'll just, like, sit down with my brother, we'll watch net- a little bit of Netflix, we'll, we go on walks a lot as well, actually, and sometimes I'll feel motivated enough to, to work on my writing, or my drawing, or mm-hmm. something, something creative, I've just, I've really been enjoying having personal projects like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, taking, yeah, doing something, doing something good for, you know what, this is inspiring to me. I, I, I haven't actually thought about, I've like, I feel like I've known it, but I haven't really thought about it. Trying to do something good for something emotionally healthy, something physically healthy, something spiritually healthy, I guess. Yeah. Right? Like once a day. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a good idea. I don't know. I've just been honestly just focusing on what do I really feel like doing right now? Do I feel like going on this long walk or do I feel like laying in bed for another hour, (laughs) you know? Right. Yeah. Just working on kind of honoring that and honoring your intuition and what, what your mind and body is trying to tell you it needs or wants. Cause I think that's how we're going to feel our best is if we're just doing what, feels right for us and each day each day doesn't have to be the same I'm just a weird example of someone who likes having their own schedule and is really consistently dedicated to it but yeah but that's that's great um but yeah I don't know just you know eating lots of peanut butter I ate a lot of chocolate chips today this is great like you know why? Because my body was like, I want some chocolate chip. Okay, maybe it was me, not my body, but. <laughs> but no, it's your body. You are your body. Yeah. Right? My body. There you go. There you go. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta listen to yourself, right? You have so much time. You, it's like, you can't really do anything but listen to yourself at this point. Yeah, I know. And I, today I was just 
I've, I, you know, I worked out a lot this week. I went on a lot of adventures and walks. Um, I was pretty tired, so today I just relaxed. In the morning, I watched a movie, and then another movie. <laughs> I love it. I cleaned my whole room. I vacuumed everything. I like cleaned all the windows and windowsills. I like, I just, I don't know, just built. It was a good day. Yeah, sounds like a great day. Now I'm I'm ready tomorrow morning at 10:30 a.m. to work out. I'm excited because I had my rest. I'm ready to go. I you know what I feel I feel inspired by that. I also I had kind of a throwaway day today. I I didn't sleep. I barely slept last night, so I uh, was very tired today. But now I'm like. You know, the weather's clearing up. It's been a little rainy for the past little bit, and um, I'm ready to kind of start um, start going out a little bit more, start start being a little bit more productive and more organized, like having more of a structure, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, does, it does feel good. You need a good balance of structure and just the opposite, whatever the opposite. Chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Well... I wouldn't call it chaos. Because I need chaos. Still good for you, like yeah. good chaos. Good chaos. Yeah, yeah. We'll right. see. And like, we don't know how long this is gonna go, so mm-hmm. we still have time to yeah figure out what it is that we need. Find. I think my best advice to anyone who's struggling with quarantine right now is just to find find a reason to enjoy it. You know. Totally. What, even if it's the smallest thing, like you can catch up on sleep, you can focus more on what you're, I don't know, what you're eating, or you have a some sort of passion project that you never get to work on, and now you have time. Even if it's just some something small, I think finding one or more things that just are something that are things you can do right now that make you happy. It just like find a reason to be enjoying quarantine you know yeah and don't feel bad if you're having a day where you don't feel good or multiple days it's fine There's lots it's of- fine if you haven't been feeling good yeah you know you don't that's just the way that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes but but like, tr- have a donut have a donut think about the economy or don't because it's a little <laughs> or don't if you don't want to you don't have to do anything you don't want to do no except for <laughs> pay your taxes and stuff yeah, but we don't. We're not gonna. We don't talk about taxes on this. We part. don't talk about tax. You don't even have to worry about paying your taxes because the deadline has been extended till September. So don't even worry about your taxes until August, which is no. so far away. Don't worry about anything. Just don't even worry about it. Just be you, and I don't know. Eat a donut. Be happy. Try to. You don't have to. If you don't want to, don't. It's fine. No. You can be, be happy. You can be angry if you want. Be angry. Angry is a good feeling. I love feeling angry. It's a good, it's a productive emotion. Use that anger. Mm. Be productive with it. Or don't. Yeah. Do what you want. Do whatever you want, man. I don't care what you do as long as you want to be doing it. Well, as long as you, as long as you're not hurting yourself, other people, or things. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Disclaimer. Good Disclaimer. <laughs> not that. Anybody's gonna take her advice? No, e- Eli, don't, don't, uh, don't, uh, yeah, don't kill your cat. Oh, do you have a cat? I don't know. I don't. 
Elijah, let me know if you have a cat. When let you us know. Do you have a cat? Um, and anyone else who might be listening, let us know if you have a cat. Do you have a cat? I feel like he has a dog. He definitely doesn't have a dog in, in, in Canada, but I think his dad has a dog in Australia. Okay, that could make sense. See, now we're just teaching anyone who's listening to this podcast about Elijah, and I feel like that's not good for Elijah's privacy. Does he, he does he not like that? Did, did... I don't think he didn't consent to us telling people he has a dog in Australia. And a dad. <laughs> and not a, not just a and dad in Australia. Sorry, I needed to finish that sentence. <laughs> I have well, this it's the, it's the top gossip of the week. Elijah has a dad. <laughs> you heard it here first. Elijah, I had no idea. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. People just have a good have a good day or night or whatever it is. Do something you love today or tomorrow or the day after. You you know, do whatever you want. Um, I feel like we should end this episode now. And I'm gonna go eat more chocolate chips after after this. Alright, I'm gonna get more stains on my shirt. Okay. I might join you in that actually. Alright, let's do it. Thank Long you. Per- not in person because you're very far away. Yeah, we can get stains on our shirts together from miles away. From miles away. That's 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 what this quarantine is all about. Coming together miles away. Getting stained together. It's a good slogan. Let's get stained. Actually, get that's so weird. Let's get stained. Get stained. So thank you for listening to Gum <laughs> Under the Table, the podcast that you didn't mean to find but now that you did you're, you're stuck. stuck with us thank you elijah for listening um yeah, take it easy buddy always take it easy um and we'll be back next week maybe who knows maybe. who knows we'll see if you feel like it <laughs> do whatever you want man do whatever you want i don't care okay. do, do what you want but i care about you but don't do whatever you want yeah okay that's that's the end thank you um, for listening